Good morning, America. I'm excited to tell you on Tuesday morning, March 29th, I'll be performing for the first time ever in a special concert in San Francisco's historic Castro District on Good Morning America. And I promise you, it'll be a morning to remember. See you soon. It's Britney, bitch. Oh god, so I can't believe it. Episode 12, here we are. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very excited. Good. Um, I'm You're super impressed with your Spice Girls um, coasters. coasters. I know, that is pretty hardcore fan right there. Actually, t- I'm, ha- I'm getting my Spice Girls tattoo this week, or maybe next week. And I was going to take the design from their... Um, from the Greatest Hits. Yeah, because I think the outline of that would be really nice on my arm. I've always that. really liked that. That um, font. Yeah. Yeah, it's iconic. Are you all right there, by the way? You yeah, I'm just... Comfortable. It's, um, I can move this My back. leg went numb. No, it's more that the car- the carpet is... No, don't is, worry about the carpet. Is, um, we can sort that all later. Just make, just want, make sure you're comfortable. I am. I am. Okay. I well, just, there's loads leg, of cushions there. Just grab went, one. My leg went numb, that's all. Okay. Well, welcome to episode 12 of Bottle Pop. I'm joined by the fabulous Alim Karaj this afternoon, this rainy... This rainy afternoon. Rainy afternoon. It feels like October the 20th or something like that, doesn't yeah, it? I cannot believe this is midsummer. It's August. Where this is going live tomorrow, this is the, the, the tightest I've ever had because I've fucked up loads of scheduling. And I went home to the Midlands and I was like, shit, I haven't got a podcast. And Alan's going to New York next week. No, Friday. On Friday, yeah. So it's, this is literally, it's now or never. But you know what? It's for the best. It's good. I like pressure. I work well under pressure. <laughs> but yeah, so it's pissing it down. We're all wet. I'm soaking. Yes, I'm soaking And wet. I've just driven back from the Midlands. So I'm feeling a bit frazzled. But I know what will make us feel better. A bottle of... Prosecco. Oh, it's got a fancy house on it, that one. Yeah, it has, hasn't it? uh, You know, this is, I think this is the same one I had with David Lim. Right. (laughs) Prosecco with an E. So it's like Prosecco. Oh. Yeah, I'm not really sure. The last time I drank this, I didn't come home until 5pm the next day. So beware. This wasn't um, the the time where you went to your neighbours. No, 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 no. That was the time before. Well, this is, uh, I went to, um, I went to my friend Emily. What was the song? It was Cheryl Crow, If It Makes You Happy. That's another story. But, um, oh, I am a mess, aren't I? This, that, that was, so basically at 8am my neighbours started playing um, If It Makes You Happy. And I'd just come in from a night out, which I think is fairly normal for a Sunday. You know, 8am, like, it was someone's birthday or something, whatever. I came home. Fairly sort of tired, ready to go to bed. But I think me and my friend Paddy had bought a bottle of vodka, and I think we made, we had one drink just before we went to bed and chatted and listened to whatever. And then he went, and I was like, bye, because he had a meeting on a Sunday. And ne- then I started to hear Cheryl Crow really loudly next door. And uh, I was like, ooh, what's going on? Like, shit. And I've never met my next door neighbors, never, not once. And um, I was like, shit, I think next door are the same as me. They've just got in, they're just, and the party's just getting started. So I tapped on the door, brought the bottle of vodka over with me, and someone opened the door and I went, is the party still going, girls? And she was like, no, we're just, just doing some spring cleaning. And they, they were like, we've just, got, <laughs> we've just got up, we've just woke up. So I 
still haven't seen them. It's been like three weeks since that happened. What? Did, what did? You, how did you get out? So of that I went. I went. What? You what? And she's like, Yeah, we're doing some spring cleaning. And I was like, But Cheryl Crow. And then um, I ended up like awkwardly hugging her. I was like, Let's just hug it out. Imagine <laughs> I must have stunk like a brewery. And then like she was like really awkwardly like pulled away and was like, Okay. And then I was like, bye. And then I like <laughs> went and got into bed. And then I woke up at like one in the afternoon and I was like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> and um, yeah. And then the week after that, so this is it. I'm not, I'm not even bragging about this, but the week after that's when I recorded my podcast with David Lim, which was great. And I've really enjoyed listening to the feedback with that because everybody likes Australia. But I got like a, a 30th birthday that evening and I went to it and the party just kept going and we ended up going to Weatherspoons at like midday and then left at five. It's Britney, bitch. And then I got home and God. Went, yeah, I was really ill. So just, I mean, to be honest, like... It's rock and roll. I am a, I have lived the life of an international pop star. That's what I've done. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, that's the last time I drank this, so I'm gonna crack it open. And okay. unfortunately, oh, oh, it's a screw cap. So it doesn't really sound like, you know, the whole point in bottle pop is you get a fucking pop of the bottle, but where's your glass? But the good thing about this is you do get, oh, <laughs> you do get a nice fizz. There we go. Thanks, Han. You're welcome. And I'm going to have the same as is customary. Like bits on my glass. What the fuck is that? Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's bubbly. Is it? Yeah. Well, it is a frizzante. Oh, did it? So, cheers to us. Cheers. And what would you like to make a toast to, Alan? I would like to make a toast to Las Vegas. Oh, Britney Spears, Las Vegas. Or just in general, Las Vegas. Las Vegas for what it has done for Britney Spears. Yeah, it has. To that, to To that. that. To LV. And also, Celine Dion. Or Celine, Cher. Jennifer Lopez. Pitbull. It's quite apple that, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is quite apple Tastes like fizzy apple. That's quite nice, actually. I quite like it, yeah. Into it. I am... Um, Good choice. I've been to Las Vegas, but I've never been to a show. So I have been yes. to Las Vegas. Do you go with Rob? I went with Robert Copsey. Yes. Um, who, as you know, works at the official chance company. Yes, I'm going to have him on. Don't yeah, worry, I'm I don't. have him on. I'm desperate to have him on. Um, I'm, holding, I'm holding out. We had, when we first, when Rob and I first met, the first night we properly met, Yeah. we spent, I think, maybe an hour and a half after a gig mm. talking about how much we wanted to go to Vegas. Oh, my God. And then we did go. <laughs> and there you were. I remember when you went, it was like a saga. There was, there was... We were there for two weeks. Yeah. Not in Las Vegas for two weeks. I think that would have been truly the worst thing to ever happen. Mm. Um, but we, yeah, we flew out specifically to go and see the Britney Piece of Me show at Pan Hollywood. Yeah, and this was before she actually had this sort of like, or was it during? It was at the, the cusp, at yeah. the very beginning yeah. of, of her the renaissance. Re- of the renaissance, yeah, so it was 2015. Yeah. Was it 2015? Yeah, 2015, after- After Britney Jean. After Britney Jean, after Pretty Girls. Yeah. Um, that's what it was. It was Pretty Girls flopping, 
gave her this like massive kick up the arse, yeah. I think. Although I still quite like that song. Oh, I love it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a basic Britney fan. One of my favourite songs is Perfume. <laughs> I love that song. Before you came, I was listening to Is It Just Chillin' with Jamie oh, Lynn. Oh my god, okay, that song though, I think I draw the line. Ah! No, I know, I know. But I, I mean, I do like all the sort of... My, I mean, oh, I could go on and on and on and I know, on. Like, I know one of your favourites is Ooh La La. Ooh La La, He About To, me- he about to Lose Yeah, but I love that song. And yeah. who sings that? That is not Britney singing it. She sings, she does sing on the chorus in, if you listen... But the lower octave. The lower, the lower bit, yeah. yeah. It's someone else doing the high bit. So, um, when you went, did, how many times did you see it? Just so we only went the once. Okay. Uh, because the tickets were still very expensive. Was it nearly one hundred and seventy-five dollars for the for a ticket? Fucking hell, she must be so rich. Well, she, well it's a set. <laughs> it's a set. Agree, it was a set. Agree, agreed amount. Oh, so I think it was okay. Fifty was it fifty million for two years? Mm. And I think she must have done another fifty. Was for, it sold out? Yes. That's so and interesting. And it was a Wednesday night. Because this is the thing that I don't get with um, the the Las Vegas residency type things is where the fuck are the audiences coming from and how do they how can they tell if i was in las vegas i like celine dion i was going to call her denise then i like celine dion but i I wouldn't just be like oh you know what i want to go and do spend my evening watching a celine dion concert but people do do that and the and the hotel hotel concierges will get you tickets if you go to vegas Mm. you can go and be like i want tickets to this Mm -hmm. and they'll be able to get you a ticket for that night or like another a night suit within your stay I haven't been for five years to Las Vegas so I think I kind of Britney was the beginning of that whole resurgence yeah. I think but um, and it's still hideous there well my sister got married there she got married at the Wynn Hotel and we had a really nice time and I remember I think Celine Dion was on at Caesars Palace and I remember thinking who the fuck would want to go and see that but now I'm absolutely desperate to go and I want to do all of them her tickets are even more expensive really yeah I think we because we were looking at going and it was something like $250 for a, for a that's crap seat it's not worth it if you're there if you're there at the hotel do you get them cheaper no that's ridiculous how I don't understand how they can sell them out but they just do because there's so much to do in Las Vegas yeah but the good thing the thing about the show is that because Vegas has changed from being like a kind of retirement Mm. place to where young people Mm. Americans go and go clubbing Planet Hollywood yeah and Calvin Harris has got his thing at Hakkasan oh yeah they do all those EDM things I went to one I went during the the height of EDM in like 2012 and I went to one of those awful club nights yeah. it's disgusting so it's I think that so the Britney show is a really good because it starts it finishes at like 11 yeah. it's a really good primer ah. for, so I think people will go for get drunk they go get drunk go and get something to eat go and see Britney continue drinking and then either go and continue gambling or go off and go to one of those big mega clubs yeah and or just go gambling because they bring you free drinks if you're still yeah. going that's what I do and I put I literally just gamble like one dollar every time and I'm like you know what if I keep doing this I've got a funny story about Las Vegas I've been quite a few times I went for my 21st birthday um, but the time I went for my sister's wedding I went with a couple of friends we were in LA and we drove over and um, we were there before we met the wedding party and we were staying at the Luxor I might beat that out but We'll see. And we got there, and we got to our room, and I 
all, I was with three girls and we'd been in the desert for like six hours and it's really hot and sweaty and horrible. Mm-hmm. So I was like, they all wanted showers before we went downstairs and like mingled. So they all went in the shower and one by one used all the towels and I was left with one towel. And I've been waiting for a shower for like two hours at this point because girls were taking forever. And I got in the shower and I was like, they were all like, I'm really hungry, come on, hurry up. And I was like, okay, got the towel, pulled it off the rack, held it out, and there was like a brown circle. And I was I thought, that's strange, because it was a perfect circle, it was really like precise. And I was like, that's really odd. And then I sort of leant in further to like inspect it, and I could see like they were like, I'm not going to say, but like seeds. Uh, and then I put my nose on it to like smell it. And it was what? It was what you think it was. It was what you think it was, this brown circle. So I then had to call down to reception and be like, hi, um, we're in room 1024 and um, there's poo on my towel. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, there's what? And I was like, poo. <laughs> And then I thought, obviously, we're in America. They don't understand that. So I was like, poop? Do you say poop? Feces. There's feces on my towel. She was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. How does that even happen? I, I, this is it. I don't know. And it was a perfect circle. It was, it, it was almost as if someone had got like, like, like a lucky dip. Yes. <laughs> or I don't know what they did, but almost like a, like a biscuit cutter. Like, I'm just... <laughs> It was so perfect. That's why I was... I wouldn't have put my nose anywhere no, near no, it. No, yeah. Like, if I... Yeah, because if it was, like, a smear, then... Or, like, a skin Yeah, you're aware, mark, but if it's... If it was, it like, a perfect... Like it looked like it's plotted. Yeah, it was... Yeah, like, with a stencil. Yeah. <laughs> and she, and we got free buffet that night. Well, that's good. Yeah. I think if there's shit on your towel, you should have or some free can, buffet. Yeah. But I didn't manage to have a shower with a dry towel, but... Oh, well. That was Las Vegas. But, I mean, come to Las Vegas. That was... Yeah. Um, what a wonderful place. And maybe I'll go. I desperately want to see JLo. I would like to see the JLo story too. So that's at the same... That's a Planet Hollywood where mm-hmm. Britney does hers. They alternate. Yeah. But the Britney show is ending in de- December. I'm not really interested in going to see it. I've seen Britney a few times. And... Um, although actually since she's had this resurgence... I mean the last time I saw her was truly a fantastic... Experience. Didn't you see her at the Roundhouse? Yeah, I went to the Apple Music Festival. Oh my god. I see, a- I was told by a few people that you were really emotional. I had a panic attack. Oh no! Yeah. Really? Yeah. That is I cute. think David Lim was there. Yes. And he said that um, I, it was it was a lot. So why why do you love Britney Spears? Like what is she to you? What I think first and foremost, maybe eight times out of ten, mm. the songs are amazing. Yeah. Chilling, just chilling. When I was <laughs> um, yeah, the songs are just amazing. Yeah, and I think that helps. Yes, I think consistently she has kind of delivered mm-hmm. throughout her career. Maybe not. I think consistently. Yeah, I think I would say consistently in terms of albums. I think in terms of albums. Yeah, apart from maybe Britney Jean and videos actually. Yeah, and videos. I think she's delivered mm-hmm. as well. Which is what you want. I also like that she's not perfect. Yeah. Um, I know that there at the moment the trend is for kind of people to the pop stars to be like perfect and put together and yeah, you know everything slays and everything is flawless and goddess blah blah. blah. I like that she like she was like that though to start. She was everything was she so was perfect. but it didn't last. 
even right at the beginning, right at the beginning it wasn't like that. Mm. And then it kind of got a bit like that, but it only last, that period was quite short. It was only really 2001 to 2004. Mm. It was three years where she was like, kind of untouchable. Yeah. And then it all, but I like that she- Then it became chaotic. Then it became, and Chaotic. then, and then, and then we we reached two thousand seven, which is why I think I chose to have this as a Britney special this week because we are in the tenth anniversary of Blackout. Tenth anniversary of Blackout in October. October, and we will be off air at that point. So this is our opportunity to to appreciate, which I think is a flawless album from start to finish. Yeah. I, I don't think there's one duff song. And uh, and she did all of that whilst having suffering a, a breakdown publicly. Everybody was after it. it was disgusting. It was horrible. And she just produced this amazing piece of art, which still to this day influences every pop star, influences every tastemaker, even even down to the sort of I don't know, like the lyrical content of it with some, like things like "Peace of Me." Like she had never did anything. She'd never done anything like that, that before. That kind of yeah. confessional and... Even though she didn't obviously write it. Yeah. It's still... She wouldn't have chosen that song no. before though. And it just felt like uh, really radical at the time. Um, and uh, yeah, so you are you are right. She's, there is always something flawed about her. Yeah, and, and that's what I think makes her so... And, like she's a complete enigma. Mm. People don't really know anything about her mm. now. She likes Cheetos, know that. But I don't know, does she like Cheetos now? I don't know, she likes, She works out a lot. Doesn't mm. look like she eats any Cheetos. She likes Starbucks, I think she still likes Starbucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, you know, people don't really know anything about her anymore. And no one really knows about what happened. No. And no one knows why that really, why it all led up to that and what was the cause and the effect and... I kind of feel like I do have an idea of what happened. And I but think, it's still all, it's a lot of it is speculation. Yeah, but I, I, we never know what's going to happen, what was the real deal with her and Justin and what happened there. But I think that is the black and white sort of, that she wanted to be with him forever and ever and marry him. And I think, I think she lost her virginity to him and, and all of that business and, and that was really important to her. And then I think they split up. I'm not sure what happened there, but that was also public and I think that made her like lose her mind a bit which I think is completely understandable because yeah, there are also people say that she had postpartum depression and oh. that, yeah there's all sorts of things that have that's what I mean who, who knows what who knows like, that's why I find so interesting about her it's quite a sort of cliche almost that with uh, her being quite a gay icon we do tend to like like the tragic the tragic yeah you know you've got like Judy Garland and I think she is probably well there was a She's period where there. she was the successor for Judy oh my god yeah and at one point everybody thought she was going to die yeah. and and you know you wouldn't I wouldn't have been surprised and so to have I think you are right when to see her doing so well and to sort of see the light be behind her eyes again and, and her dancing is back where it was before nearly nearly. Uh, her body is definitely, yes, her, and her face. Like, her face looks so much better. Yeah, I'm like, glad that she had it all. Whatever, <laughs> she, whatever she had done, she's had everything become a bit pointy, and I quite yeah, like that. Yeah, no, it, I just think she looks great, and the album, the last album, was brilliant. Yeah, really good. Everybody just creamed their pants to that. Yeah. So, I mean, I do, I completely understand it. Britney Spears is like up there for me. She's in, definitely in my top ten. 
Maybe in my top five. Maybe in your top five. Yeah. And I still think, despite how she's not quite commercially as successful, mm -hmm. still think she could. She's not over the hill in terms of having another hit. No way. I think she could still have a she's couple more. Imported still. Yeah. I think I people think... still look to her. I yeah. Think. I would. I think she was robbed of a hit. Out. You know, from that album. I thought Slumber Party was. I know it should have. Incredible, really, yeah. but I think that's it, you know, just kind of systematic. That has been a theme of this podcast from episode one to, to this episode now. It's just that female pop stars are being undersold. And, and uh, what, you know, why she's only 35, yeah. which is a year older than Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. So, why won't Radio One play it? It's not, I don't know. I think it's because she came out in the 90s. I think that's all it is. It's so bizarre. It's weird, me. isn't it? It is odd because, you know... Like, I don't... No one gives a shit about the Foo Fighters anymore. No. Yeah, they'll always play a Foo Fighters song. Mm -hmm. But there's so much competition, though, and younger girls coming through that they have to make room for people yeah. like Ariana Grande and Selena Gomez. And the thing is, I really like Ariana Grande. I really like Selena Gomez, but they haven't given me anything as iconic as Britney Spears ever did. Um, although I think Selena is on her way, she's doing some interesting yeah, things with I'm this very, with this record so far. The, what's coming with all her. her all her videos have been insane. I, know, I love the fetish videos. So good and like not afraid to look like weird, yeah. which is like interesting to me. And then Ariana, I think her music is incredible, and she just needs that one kind of iconic thing. I think what she does next will be interesting. Yes. Because, Especially after this summer. Yeah, I think she'll ha always have a place here. Yeah, she can't. Uh, honestly, she I think can't she put a foot wrong. Do a she? foot wrong, no. But she she hasn't. It's that thing is she has been around for such a long time now. Like if we're talking back to like the way and baby eye. Yeah, they, like, that was like nearly four or five years yeah. ago, and there still hasn't been anything like there hasn't been a toxic moment. You know what I mean? No, that's true. Although I guess like. I guess um, Break Free, the video was quite funny, but I don't know if I'm just hung up on videos, but maybe she, I, I don't think she's had a truly iconic video yet. Or iconic performance. Or an iconic performance. But at the concert, the Manchester concert, she definitely looked like she definitely could do that. Yeah. And I think it's just coming for them. It is. Because yeah. they're still young, aren't they? She's what, 20? Two, 10, 10 years old. Ten years, yeah, she ten. Looks like, she looks ten. Would you like a topper? Yes, please. Quite nice and fresh, isn't it? Yeah, I like the apple-y element to her. Oh, what do you think Britney's favourite tipple is, Alan? Well, allegedly she's sober. Right. Um, but I think. Aunt Delray's sober, isn't she? Yeah, she said that she is. I just, I mean, I probably should be. After the last few <laughs> weeks, I just can't. I think. I think Britney used to enjoy vodka. Bourbon. Something southern. Vodka. I think she probably quite liked vodka. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to ask you, since since you're here, so you, for people that may not know, you are a writer, freelance writer. Yes. You do lots of stuff for ID, you've done stuff for... I did stuff, I've done stuff for Wonderland, yep. for... I helped out uh, Peter and Michael at Pop Justice for a bit. Yes. I've done stuff with Michael at Beat. Yes. Um, I've done some stuff for Noisy, the Vice Music Channel. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, bits and bobs. Bits and bobs, but you do lots of one-off pieces now and then. Yeah, I do. I often like doing a big 
thing that I like throw my weight behind. A, a think piece. Yeah. What was your last one? The last thing I did was something about the Lana album. The, oh, big, the last big one yeah. I did. Oh, I wrote like 1600 words about that. I remember, just I remember. Just kind of sat there and just typed it all out. It's Britney, bitch. So, um, speaking of um, songs in general, the 20 quid music prize. Yes. You, what, so you used to work at Pop Justice. Well, so no, you, I just, ha I, I was the blogs editor oh, okay. so I I just help Peter and Michael out yeah. with bits and bobs so do you have an insight into the inner workings of how they choose what no I actually do not because it's this year I'm quite interested into as to why things like Ed Sheeran have been nominated well I, think I understand that is an undeniable hit but uh, it's people, very people, out of people really like that song mm. and it does sound like cheap thrills like it is not it's not like oh yeah you're right it's not like a t traditional Ed Sheeran song is it no you're right there no. I think that's why he's probably picked it because it's also it'll make for great chat fodder during the yeah totally but when you look back at the nominations from say 2004 and you just see like wall to wall yeah incredible bops it is kind of sad isn't it the way it goes you know, mm. that kind of pop has just sort of died a death, like British. And I think it's because now streaming has um, like, everybody's on an equal footing and you could be a British artist and you can be massive in the US and yeah. it doesn't really take much to do that. But back in 2004, Girls Aloud were uniquely British. They never really had any success outside the UK or Ireland. And same with say the Sugar Babes or Mini Viva or things like a lot of the weird Scandi things like Alphabet. It was all yeah. kind of really European and it kind of kept that. And now because everything's become globalized, you have that sort of major lasery, seary kind of sound. And I think it's easier for all of those people to work together now too, because before yeah. you used to have to fly. Yeah. And now you can just do it all via email. You can. Who do you want to win? I've made a little, I've got my, top, got, I've got, got my top three. Right. I can give you the nominations, I can yeah, read them out to you. I think I would need to see them again. I know Touch is on there. Yeah, which is good. I don't know if it's a winner though, but I think it probably will win. Knowing the crowd, I think it will win. Yeah, depends who goes, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, 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 okay, so, one you love, Danielle Hall. She's got Charlie XX singing, I think. Best Behaviour, yeah. Best Behaviour by, words by, by Louise Johnson. Boys, Charlie XX. Yeah, which I really love. Feels by Calvin Harris and Pals, which I think, you know, that's very tenuous, that's, that's a British song, but whatever. Just say KDA and Tinashe. On My Mind, Disciples. Reborn by Ray Morris. Rockabye King Bandit. Scared of the Dark Steps. Shape of You, Ed Sheeran. And Slow Hands, Niall Horan. He's Irish, he shouldn't be in there. And Touch by Lil Mix.
I like Rockabye. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've not been so offended by these recent run of clean, of clean Bandit singles. Sorry for my mouse clicking, guys, because I'm just turning the brightness down on my laptop. <laughs> um, no, you haven't. I no. am really. No, mm. I like. I like Symphony. Oh. I like Rockabye because it's funny. Yeah. Daily struggle. Daily struggle. What's the what's? The, and I like that Marina and the Diamonds one, but a bit underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard it. And <laughs> uh, um, so I, I, I think Little Mix are going to win. So you think Little Mix? So my top three, anyway. If anyone cares, Feels is my number three, which I really like that song. Yeah, and I love Katy Perry, and Katy Perry is one of my top ten artists. I think Katy Perry sounds really comfortable. She does. Her vocal sounds really good. It matches with Chain to the Rhythm as well, kind of sonically. I just wish that the rest of Witness could have sounded as relaxed as that. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough year for Katy. I know. I but do feel bad, but for her, I love her. Always will. Prism. I, I think Witness and Prism are terrible records, but Prism's like one of my favourite records of all time. Legendary lovers, so good. Um, my number two is the one you love, um, Danny Elhar, which is really good. Yeah. And my number one, of course, is Best Behavior by Louisa. I would love Best Behavior to make it make its way to the top. Yeah. I came fourth last year, just saying, and that was because I was there. I think. Well, I, so I, I'm going to. I lobbied hard for you. You did lobby hard. We're toast to that. There was one table that was booing. Me, me, it was, but me, you, Kate Solomon, and Gemma were lobbying hard. And Julian, obviously. And Jules, yeah. And I think Michael, um, Michael Craig was quite, quite into it, even though he's trying to be. I just thought it was funny. But I I really enjoyed it. I've still got my thing there. Yeah, I can see it. But I I really enjoyed it. There was one table booing, which I will, um, they will remain nameless. Whoever they are. Was that that table on the other side of the room? Yeah. Oh, Whenever not. they mentioned my name, they were like, Ugh! like that. Hopefully Simon Jones, Louise's PR, if he's there as well, we will threaten everyone. I do feel like it's unfair. What, because Little Mix? No, well, yeah, because he also does them too. Um, although, per- no, I can't say the that. The whole point in the, pe- the, the Pop Justice Prize is that you have to be able, on the night, it depends who's there as to who wins. It's not really about the song. I mean, und- would I say that, I don't know whether or not, I think for me, in terms of which of those, of Best Behaviour and Touch, mm-hmm. I think for me they're on, I hated Best Behaviour when it came out, <gasps> but oh, something, yeah. something <laughs> clicked. Was it my videos? <laughs> <laughs> I think they might have helped, you know, the one of the women hanging out the roof of the car. That was amazing. That one helped. Yeah. But it was also, do you know Ellis O'Connell? Yeah. Um, watching him do the dance routine yes. in Queen Adelaide yes. was like a transformative yeah. moment for me. Yeah. And from that point, really, I kind of have. It's on my plate, the, the, the playlist I listen to every day. Okay, good. So to me, I really like it because I think it sounds like Turkey in Eurovision. Yeah, and, I'm, and that, I really like that. And I'm really into that. Uh, Pop Justice, that will be fun. But I think Little Mix will win. Because they always do win when when they're nominated. Yeah, they didn't win last year. Oh yeah, but they were nominated for a not very good song last year. Um, 
I can't remember what Little Mix were nominated for, but they beat Zayn. No, Zayn no, won. No, Zayn won, which I thought oh. was just ridiculous. People saying... But it was oh. Zayn versus the 1975 Yeah, but that 1975 song is a lot better than that Zayn song. Oh, God, I just don't get that. 1975. I think they're, I think they're good. I think they're good. Okay. Well, I don't think I like... I'm not... I don't like... I'm not obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. But I understand why they're popular because they appeal to two groups of people. Right. Little girls. Little girls, but also credible people that read Q magazine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's well, a... I don't know any of those people. I know a few. It's Britney, bitch. So Britney Spears. Yes, the love of my life. The love of your life. What was your highlight from the uh, the iTunes Festival performance? For me, I always. It's the, it's never it doesn't have to she doesn't have to be doing what she in fact every single time I've seen her do this song she's never ever done a full routine or anything for it but it's uh, when she performs piece of me oh yeah what a song I, I saw she did it at the circus tour and she was in a cage and that was the first time I cried <laughs> seeing Britney Spears live I'm obsessed with that. The fact that you cried just because because she was in a cage and to cry and then she comes out of it. Yeah, and she was, like, killing it and in this cage, like, dancing around in this cage. But yeah. And then I cried when she did it at the Femme Fatale tour, which was her standing still, which was a lot of the Femme Fatale tour was her standing still. Mm-hmm. And on a raised thing that went up into the air. Yeah. Um, oh, what was that? That was a leaf. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> and then I saw... And then she did it... She does it... She did it at the iTunes Festival. It was just her... It's just her walking around... Did she talk to the audience at all? She said... Yeah, she did, a little bit. <laughs> no, unfortunately. Oh, bless her, that was in That March, was in March, April. yeah. Oh, do you know what is so annoying? Is downstairs as extractor fan is on. I can hear that with that. No, it's downstairs, that yeah, sort of low that... hum. It's definitely coming through, but it's okay. It is what it is. We sound clear, that's the main thing. So, Alan, at this point in the evening, which it is evening now, it has got dark quite quickly. It has. Uh, the nights are drawing in, it's autumn. Um, I would like you to play three songs. What I would say is it is better if they're on Spotify because we do have okay. a, a Spotify playlist for those that are okay. interested called Bottle Pot with Thomas Paul, where we do collate all well, the songs. I... Oh, of course, yeah. Such a good song. It's not a sin I can't control what 
Love you, Britney. 2003. So, I don't think, I think that it really is my favourite Britney song, I think, that one. Touch of My Hand, really? I really think so, yeah. Oh, that's nice. There's a lot, a lot of them that I love, but I really think that one is... Up there. It's, it's up there, yeah. Definitely but, your favourite non-single. My Yeah, my favourite single, I think, is Piece of Me. Mine's... Give me more. It's I love Gimme More. I love Gimme More with all my heart. I actually love I'm a Slave for You as well. That really, yeah. really like means a lot. And it's very Janet Jackson. Yeah, it is. But I love Janet. the Neptunes at the time. I love Pharrell Williams. But that song was meant for Janet, wasn't it? Yeah. And then And like all the sort of it. like dance moves, wearing your pants over your leather mm-hmm. trousers and Oh god. And then um, obviously Scream and Shout was the last number one. Yeah. You know what? I'm not gonna lie, right? Scream and shout when that came out in this this winter of 2013, I think. 2012. 12 or 11. It was 12. 12. 2012. Yeah. And I used to go to Sink the Pink then, and it was still at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club. And whenever that came on, oh my god, literally. Oh, it's a banger. It is, isn't it? Incredible Teleza banger. Yeah. Love Teleza. I love that that's where the, the, the british need comes from, is mm-hmm. from Teleza's guide vocal. I love just adding knee to the end of things. Podcast knee. Podcast knee. Bottle pop knee. So what's track two? Track two is a previously mentioned during tonight's events. Yeah. But only in passing. It's my favourite Britney Spears ballad. Oh... Oh, fuck me. This is my favourite. This should have been bigger than it was. I know. It's my favourite Sia song. Yeah, same. Do I see a stare? Is there still longing there? Oh, I 
hate myself and I feel crazy Such a classic tale Current girlfriend, ex-girlfriend I'm trying to be cool I'm being paranoid Am I seeing things? Am I just insecure? I want to believe It's just you Like there's three of us in here, baby So I will wait for you to call And I try to act natural Have you been thinking about her, about me? And while I wait, I put on my perfume Yeah, I want But I hope she smells my perfume I'll never tell Don't lie myself But I hope she smells my perfume I hide it well Hope you can tell But I hope she smells my perfume I hide it well Hope you can tell But I hope she smells my perfume She's in it with you Please don't forget me Do I imagine it? I'll catch these moments I know you got history But I'm your girlfriend Now I'm your girlfriend Trying to be cool I hope I'm paranoid That I'm just seeing things That I'm just insecure I want to be Just you and me Sometimes it feels like there's did Sia before Sia was even a thing and she did Major Lazer she did oh yeah because it was Switch wasn't it yeah he did Elastic Love yeah oh sorry in the while we were listening to Perfume we were just going on about how much we love Bionic which is completely off-piste obviously but, but I did write my, one of my favourite pieces of writing I've ever done was with for Nick Levine who has been on this podcast yes. Attitude 
About Bionic. <gasps> Bionic. Super Lego Bionic. Oh. Sorry. That I was one of my favourite pieces I've ever written. X-X-X-D-T-T-I-I-I-N-N-A-A-A. Hey! So good. I love Aguilera. It's Britney, bitch. Um, what the fuck is she doing with herself? Well, the, apparently, I think she's getting the Video Vanguard Award. That's, no. That's what I've heard. I thought it was KTP. But yes, right. alas. Track three. Right, so Alan. this is my low-key favourite. It's, it's in my top three. Okay. Maybe in my top five, actually. Top. Th- They're a rotating top five. Okay. But this is one of the ones that I always come back to that was a single, but mm-hmm. people never remember it. And I think if you played to someone in the street, they would be like, what? Who? What song is this? Okay, interesting. Um... Oh god. Very stuck new in 10 minutes. I just love that it's got ham pipes in there. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one she got in trouble for having a gun in Joker yeah. London Riots. Oh yeah. Shakira. Green sleeves could never. Green sleeves. Oh, I love that song. Alright, I really enjoyed your three selections and not obvious choices, no. which is great, you know. I'm going left field when it comes to Britney. I yeah, me I think I am too. It's Britney, bitch. We are this you heard it here first. This is me me announcing this. On September the sixteenth, we're having a bottle pop rap party at the Queen Adelaide 
Um, I will be DJing. 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 And I'm going to invite, obviously, Alan and David Lim and Claire McGuire and Michael Craig and Leo Callian and Dominique and all my previous guests. They all, they can all come and DJ for 20 minutes, whatever, 10 seconds. Um, but anyway, they're all going to come. We're going to have a wrap party because we are finishing. Bottle Pop's going to finish after the 16th episode. This is number 12. So we've got four weeks to go. And uh, I would love everyone, if you're a keen listener, to pop on down. I will be there. Um, and I might even bring my trusty microphone and do some podcasting. I won't. Some Vox Pops. Some Vox Pops. But yeah, we're going to have a wrap party. So will you join me for that, Alan, if you're around? Are you here? I will be there. Yay! It's going to be great. It's going to be It's going to be a real... Um, it's going to get tongues, tongues wagging. Um, oh, I'm really bad at plugging things. But yeah, so I'm doing, I'm doing a little Bottle Pop wrap party. Um, and then we're going to go on a hiatus for a short while and then I will be coming back with season two um, but yeah Alim it's been wonderful it's been a pleasure to have you on I've wanted to have you on for ages we've finally done it Yay. we did it Britney Spears we've, we've toasted I can't think of anything else to say thank you guys well done congratulations bye. bye bye guys what, how would Britney say bye it's Britney bitch Oh, that is nothing.